the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And today I'm talking to you from my Beverly Hills office and my guest, Issa Tease, who I will uh, introduce in a moment, is uh, speaking to you from Oregon. I thought I would just kind of give you the uh, pinpoint our locations on the map because probably that's the only thing that's going to be pinpointed. Get ready for um, a trip into the uh, stratosphere here. And, uh, of course, it's apropos because the title of today's show is Is the Whole World Going Crazy? Whether it's a man hacking up a therapist in New York or the latest school shooting that took place in Illinois, or your own friends, or perhaps yourself, losing family members, it seems that our planet is getting more and more intense. Have you been noticing that? I've been noticing it. Um, People telling me stories about things that have been happening to them on a personal level that are sort of, you know, tragic or shocking, things that, you know, you hadn't heard of before, or a lot of things together, like a lot of deaths, for example. Well, today's guest, Issa Tease, um, is going to explain it all. Now, you may think that some of her explanations are a bit out there, but they are certainly interesting, and I believe in opening our minds to uh, all kinds of possibilities because the way the world is going, we certainly do need to think out of the box to get it on a better wavelength. And, in fact, Issa Tease is an energy medicine pioneer and author of Help, I'm Trapped in a Body, and she will explain how the earth has gotten its wires crossed, so to speak, and what you can do to find peace and well-being in these tumultuous times. Well, welcome to the show, Isatiz. Well, thank you, Carol. I'll tell you, this is a trip into the stratosphere today. <laughs> We're going to have a really good time, and so I, I want to invite everyone to kind of fasten your seat belts because we may take you beyond where it is that your mind knows to go today, but you can look at it like, this can be really fun. What if I didn't ever think of these things before and I was just open to something that was completely different? What I'm noticing is that people who are out here in the world are really bumping up against a lot of walls, and they're searching for better explanations than the ones we find in the news or the ones that we find from our past experiences. So today, it'll be fun to see if we can open up some new ideas and new explanations and perhaps even some ideas that will help us deal and cope with our life differently. Absolutely. And in fact, um, this show came out of a conversation that Isatine and I started to have just about that, um, what's happening to the world, is it going crazy? And she started telling me some of her thoughts about this, and I thought it was so interesting. I said, you have just got to come on the show and talk about it. So let's talk about, you know, I kind of think that, oh, and be, well, before we talk about how the world is going crazy and what you think about it, I do want to sort of ground us a little bit more and tell people 
that you are actually, that despite what you're going to say, (laughs) you are actually a nationally certified registered nurse and board certified nurse practitioner. You've been doing that for over 30 years. You're also a certified biofeedback therapist, and you've practiced as a certified hypnotherapist. You're very certified. (laughs) Very certified. (laughs) And um, from the beginning, you... um, uh, were trained more in traditional medicine, and then over the years you've come to include alternative medicine and beyond. And um, I do also, I, you know, I, I get it's so. I was just thinking as I was reading your bio again that last week I actually had someone on, Brendan Burchard. Who, I don't know if you know him, but he um, has written a book, um, and uh, he talks about how to reach success. And his sort of um, getting on that track, his changing from where his life was going to this new track, um, came from a car, a near-death, not necessarily, well, in a way it was a near-death experience. I don't know if he would describe it that way spiritually, but um, certainly he was in a very um, serious car accident in which he could have died. And uh, that sort of set him on this new road. And I was being reminded in your bio about how you had actually a a near-death experience. And and his also was a car accident. And yours was in 1981. Maybe you could start off. I assume that that was um, what took you or helped you to go from the traditional medical path to the more alternative one and, and to start studying about energies and so on. That is accurate. It was a pivotal turning point in my life. I was actually had been in medicine for since like 1970 and was working with my father, who was a medical doctor, and, and I was a nurse practitioner, so we both had practices together in the same office. Hmm. And, and it was really great, except I, I've had this little habit of being, in the past at any rate, a, a really throw myself 197% into everything, and I became too much of a caretaker. And the short story is that I burned out in medicine, and I wanted to do something different. So I took a little respite, and I actually studied real estate, <laughs> and I became a I became very good in real estate. I worked for Cobalt Banker for a couple of years, and I was I became a sales manager, and I was a multi-million dollar producer, and did all these things, which was characteristic to my overzealous Type A personality, <laughs> I might add. And during that time, I was really finding a tremendous amount of overwhelm and passion in my life. And one and on one evening, we were. All of us that were from the office, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, had a party, and on the way home, I had I had someone with me, and I had a really serious car accident. My my husband at the time was behind me; he observed the whole thing. And I, what happened is, I went through a telephone pole, and at the impact, I hit the windshield with my face. And the car turned over and slid about a hundred feet on the pavement, and then the telephone pole that I went through fell on top of the oh. car. So it was quite yucky uh, at the time. And I was—I did have a near-death experience. And at that point, I—I I actually didn't remember the details of it for many years later. But shortly thereafter, actually a few months thereafter, I was suddenly able to see. I, I was just 
standing in my home and I could see like these spirits walking down the hallway and I thought I was like freaking out and I started hearing, I heard a voice in my car one night as I was coming home from a class and I again thought I was losing it. I pulled over the side of the road. I thought there was like a hijacker or somebody in my car and so there were a lot of things that happened that were completely out of the ordinary and quite scary for me and as time went on, I became adjusted to these kinds of things, but what happened is my interest changed a lot, and I would be standing there at a cocktail party, and I would, I, this, this happened actually one time, I was speaking to somebody, and they're trying to speak to me, and their liver is telling me, tell her to stop drinking, I am really drowning. I can't stand this. I'm, I'm getting this whole dialogue from her liver, and sure. I'm going, okay, fine. You tell her. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know how to tell her. So, I, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm really kind of going uh, over the edge. But it was very clear and very easy for me to understand. And so I did, uh, having come from a medical background, I was really clear about the body and had a great connection with the body understanding anyway. But this took it to a degree that was far beyond anything I had ever experienced before. And after that, I just started becoming more aware and more interested in what I would call alternative medicine. I studied with Deepak Chopra for three years. I was on his board of directors for the um, uh, Mind-Body Center. Hmm. I started studying Ayurvedic medicine. From that point, I did homeopathy, herbs, uh, just everything that you can think of because I started realizing there was a lot more to life than the little box I'd been living in. And this totally set me in a direction that was completely unfamiliar, something I had not even thought about, but my whole life changed dramatically, dramatically. Hmm. That's very interesting. And so now you um, tell us what you do with that, um, with that new information and interest. Well, well uh, for, for quite a few years I was doing, I was working with people. I, I, I remained in traditional medicine part-time, and I started doing alternative medicine part-time, and I had a private practice actually out of my home when I was living in California. And over the years, it became a more spiritually oriented, if you will, meaning that it was more holistic. I started speaking to people about why they were becoming ill rather than fixing the illness and having them understand where their emotions fit in and where their lifestyle was, was fitting in and just a much bigger picture. And after after years of doing that, and I actually continued to do that up until about a couple of years ago, but what my practice evolved to was actually over the phone. I I stopped seeing people in person, and I started doing preventative medicine. I started doing the holistic practice in a way of teaching people how to stay healthy rather than rather than how to repair what it was that they'd already made a mess out of or help them clean up the mess through alternative modalities rather than just doing traditional. I think a traditional medicine is very important. I'm still licensed in traditional medicine. I just don't practice it anymore. And if I need traditional medicine, it's really nice to have it available. So what I currently do is, and have been doing for fairly a fairly long time, just evolved into it to where now this is all I do full time and that is that my my husband and I actually have our we have our own radio show and we also uh, have books and, and CDs and we do seminars and we actually specialize in relationships where we speak about relationship not only romantic relationships but relationships with 
our body relationship with the galaxies, everything from the most grounded average day-to-day things like how to pay your bills and how to work through money and your relationship with money all the way out to things that we may get in here to today, which are are really quite a bit farther out than most people are thinking about on a day-to-day basis. (laughs) Okay, well, that's perfect because now people understand where you're coming from and uh, are more um, open, I hope. I hope all of you are more open to listening to what Issa Tease has to say. As we get into um, talking about the world and is it going crazy more um, than it was before and um, looking at it from this sort of more spiritual kind of perspective. So when we come back, that's what we'll do. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And again, my guest is Issa Tease, so stay tuned. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. The Carrie Douglas Show, with the CEO of Worldwide Music Incorporated and the founder and publisher of Gospel Truth Magazine, Carrie Douglas. By tuning in weekly, you will gain insight, tips, and tools to help get your career started. From how to market yourself to distribution of your product, learn the power of faith-based marketing and much more on The Carrie Douglas Show. Join Carrie each week with guests from the gospel music industry, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors as they discuss faith-based news, events, and trends. The Carrie Douglas Show with Carrie Douglas broadcasts each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, and is brought to you by Gospel Truth Magazine and Worldwide Music Incorporated on the Voice America channel. The Carrie Douglas Show with Carrie Douglas, your premier source for faith based entertainment, news, events, and trends. Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. 
talking to you today about is the whole world going crazy? And the answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, to helping us to make some sense of this, from a spiritual point of view, I'll be giving you my psychological interpretations, but uh, is Issa Tease, and she is an energy medicine pioneer, as you will hear more about, and she's the author of Help, I'm Trapped in a Body. Great title. Some of the things in today's news, um, you know, it's interesting because you sort of wait to see. Um, there's, it, you, today's news, it's like a soap opera. You know, you keep um, plugging in. I find myself going on the Internet, you know, trying to get the latest on some of these things to find out, you know, what, they, what more they have discovered. In particular, one of the things that I've been interested in is the, um, the New York City psychologist who was slashed 15 times in her Manhattan office. Um, I related to that since I was born and raised in New York City and trained at Bellevue, so I had a Manhattan office. <laughs> and actually, in fact, I did have, uh, I found, came to find out later that um, there was at least one patient of mine who used to come with a knife under her big poncho. <laughs> I used to wonder why she would wear that big poncho every week. Anyway, um, Catherine Fest, I'm not, I'm not sure how you... I'm not sure how you pronounce her last name, but anyway, Dr. Catherine Fohey, let's say, um, was a psychologist who was killed by a man who had a long history of mental illness, and Dr. Kent Schinbach, who shared her office um, and came to her aid, uh, was badly injured um, by this same man, David Tarloff. He's 39. He's been arrested. And his story is that he came to rob Dr. Schindbeck, um, who supposedly uh, had put him in a mental hospital many years ago. Um, but that isn't what he wound up doing. I mean, yes, he did take $90 from Dr. Schindbeck. I guess that's all Dr. Schindbeck had at the time. <laughs> and um, he, his plan was to take the money and um, t- get his mother out of a nursing home and go to Hawaii. I don't know why he thought that Dr. Schinback would have enough money in his office to be able to to, um, to pay for a trip to Hawaii. But in any case, um, what, what the people are not understanding, and to me it was clear from the beginning, is why um, this mental patient, um, David Tarloff, wound up uh, slashing and killing the psychologist, the female psychologist, if his motive was to rob the uh, Dr. Shinbeck. And the answer to this was really to be found early on when they, he left in the building um, two valises. One of them contained various weapons and, and um, things to tie someone up with. But the other valise contained women's clothes and adult diapers. And it was clear to me that whatever it was, um, you know, whoever this was, it was related psychologically to to a mother issue. It was his mother who the diapers were for. And, um, you know, I thought at first perhaps it was that he was stressed because he had to care for an elderly mother. But, in fact, it turns out that what it really had to do with is that his elderly mother, who undoubtedly wore adult diapers, um, was in a nursing home and had been taken there not too long ago, and he was was feeling abandoned. 
and he kept trying to find his mother, and um, his father would change his mother from one nursing home to the next, and he created a stir um, at, at some nursing homes and at a hospital, I guess, where he thought his mother was and she wasn't at one time. Um, and he was essentially stalking his mother trying because he missed her and because he didn't have anyone else in his life to take care of him. He had lived with his mother. And so when the psychologist came out, you know, at the office, obviously what he did was take out his rage at being abandoned by his mother, who was in the nursing home, at this female psychologist. It really makes total sense psychologically. I mean, you know, obviously he was mentally ill. It makes sense in a deranged sort of way, but I mean, it is, it is logical. You just have to sort of understand how he was thinking. So this is sort of one of the things that's been going on in the world. I don't know, Issa Tease, if you've had some thoughts about that, but perhaps you can uh, use this as an example of the world going crazy and why. Well, it, it really is a, it, it is a, a microcosm of the macrocosm, and it is, it is the fullest, well, maybe not the fullest, but certainly an expression of the degree of overwhelm and what I call energetic compression inside of our population as a whole. Right now, we are in an evolutionary time that is, to use the word forcing, is, is what it feels like. It's not really accurate, but it's, it almost feels like we're being forced to take on too much data, too much information on every single level. We have too many things to do. We have too many pressures, too many stresses, too much of virtually everything right now. And our nervous systems are literally having a tremendously difficult time integrating and allowing this energy to be worked through, if you will, or transmuted into in, into life in a way that allows us to stay sane and stable. So therefore, what's happening, because there's an acceleration in our evolutionary process right now, and when I, what I mean by that is that we are, as a collective, uh, collective audience, we by uh, nature are tribal. We do things mm-hmm. in like a school of fish, whether we are conscious of it or not. And here on this planet, we have a whole lot of energy that has been, I'll use the term downloaded, or being experienced by us as a collective. And this is to help evolve us, meaning that this is going to help us become aware of some of the more base levels of uh, existence that we have and move to a higher level of awareness, a higher level of consciousness and that we start seeing things and living our lives from a different perspective than where it is that we have most of the time lived. Now, there's a good portion of of the people on the planet that are still living in a place where they're, they're in survival. They are thinking about all of the things that they need to do in every single moment to to get by. They are filled with many emotions that have been unresolved, and I'm sure you've seen that in your practice, whereas people come to you and they have so many unresolved emotions, so many unresolved issues from their childhood, and they don't know where to go with them, and they don't know what to do with this. Would that be accurate? Yes. So you have that already happening as an overall as an overall view. Then you take an increased 
energy that is pushing on us, if you will. But where is this energy coming from? Well, this energy comes from, well, we can, what word do we use here? It's like we can call it a universal presence. We can call it, uh, it, we can call it the momentum of the universe. Okay, I'm going to take a step back here. I'm, I'm trying to make this sound and and, and sound sane. <laughs> Am I too weird here? <laughs> no, go ahead. Okay, so think of the planet as a uh, as a living organism. Okay, if we look at the planet as a as a living organism, and we as human beings are living within the realm of this living organism, kind of like if this is kind of a funny little analogy, but it's kind of like a flea on a dog. Okay, mm-hmm. so we'll call the, the dog the, the universe, right. and we would be the fleas on the dog. Okay, yes. so we're, where it goes, we go. Yes. And when it breathes in, we feel a certain thing, a flea, you know, holds on for its life, so to speak. Right. When it exhales, it, it holds on for its life again or it you know tries to snuggle into a place where it can become more comfortable. Well, if we look at the, the planet Earth as a living organism, it has its own way of evolving as well, meaning that nothing is staying static on our planet or even off of our planet, but well, let's just stick to our planet mm-hmm. for now. It, and that means that Everything that we know, we as a species have been evolving. Are we in agreement there? Well, I don't, I mean, evolving, are you saying evolving in a positive sense, or just what do you mean by evolving? Well, well, I'm, I'm because I don't see, I don't, I mean, are you, is that what you're saying, that we're evolving positively? Well, it doesn't look like it right now because <laughs> we're under so much pressure. But as a whole, there are more people that are more aware of, the love living in their heart, wanting to see things differently than there have been in the past. If you just look at our movies, I mean, there are more movies out there that have more expanded ideas than have ever been before. Mm-hmm. We've opened up our minds to consider, God forbid, extraterrestrials. I mean, look at how mm-hmm. we've got commercials, we've got movies, we have everything. Talking about these things that have evolved our minds to expand beyond just getting up in the morning, fighting off the dinosaurs, and getting some grub to live. So we've moved from that to becoming quote-unquote civilized, which is kind of scary because if this is civilization, I don't know, we need, we need some more support. But we still are moving further and further out of the basics of life, out into something that is allowing us to look farther and farther beyond the box. So as soon as we, 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 we moved past basic survival, literally meaning that when we got up that we went out and we found food for the day and we fought off the things that were going to kill us, and over time, we have now become quite civilized, we're quite advanced, we have all this technology, we have all of these things happening in our world, so we have evolved in many, many areas quite profoundly. Now, go ahead. Well, you know, except you mentioned um, getting up and fighting off things like dinosaurs or like, well, I guess not dinosaurs, but I mean things that, that animals um, wild animals and so on, or or um, uh, in the Middle Ages, you know, f- fighting off other people and so on. But I think that because of terrorism, now granted, I see the whole world through the eyes of, of um, 
someone who, who focuses on terrorism, but I see that as dividing our world into people who have become less evolved, you know, the terrorists, and people who are reacting to that either in a positive way or a negative way, and the people who are reacting in a positive way, realizing that they need to leave, live each day to the fullest and so on, are getting more evolved. Well, that's an interesting viewpoint, and I was going to... I was going to beg to differ with you, but actually from where it is that you're speaking, I can understand that it looks like... Aren't you going to have to take a break? Yes, we do need to take a break. And we'll, it looks like I'll hold this thought. It looks like what? It's like, it looks like I'll hold this thought until we come back. Yes, right. Okay. okay. I can do that. Okay, and holding that thought is my guest, Issa Teens. We're talking today about is the whole world going crazy, and we'll come back to that. When we come back, you're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Everything you want, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing your goals has to be difficult. Guess what? It doesn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that is what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Charmin Lane is offering you. Join Charmin Wednesday afternoons at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for success made simple. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with Easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships... Check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And 
welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, talking today about Is the Whole World Going Crazy with my guest, Issa Tease. She is an energy medicine pioneer. She's also the author of the book, Help, I'm Trapped in a Body. And, of course, as always, I'll give you her website at the end of the show so you can find out more about her. Before the break, we were talking about um, how she, her explanation of why the world is going crazy in terms of energy. So why don't you continue? Okay. So when we, at, at, right before the break, you were you were bringing up something about the terrorists and the people that seem to be more more asleep, if you will. That's the term I use. More asleep than ever. And then there are other people that are seemingly more aware and more. And intuitively living a life that comes from their heart, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so if we consider and we recognize that this world is based on a polarity system, meaning that everything is in duality, and we can look at our bodies, we have two of everything. We have up, down, black, white, yes, no. All of this world is based with an opposing something. Look at a magnet. We've got a positive and negative charge. Every, Virtually every single thing on our planet is duality or polarity-based. If we take the terrorist, to use your example, and we take somebody like a Mother Teresa or a Dalai Lama mm-hmm. or a, one of those kinds of people, we've got the two extremes right here on our planet. This is the way this planet is designed, and it is the way that it functions. So from one perspective, it does appear that we've got people going the opposite extremes, and that is so. And part of what is occurring is that we are in a situation where we are being, and, and the term I believe that I used it earlier is that we are being compressed. There is a compression going on, meaning that there is an energy that is increasing the degree of pain if we're in pain, joy if we're in joy Hmm. right now to allow us to see things differently and live our lives differently. In other words, live, move from the place of the, the terrorism and the negativism and all of those things to a place that feels more open, more, uh, more loving and a, and a completely different way of life. Now, I'm going to interject here that there are some people that absolutely will not make that shift. They are not at a place where they're, where they're going to be able to do that, and they will continue on. This is more, um, at this point, designed for people who have reached the turn in the road that they know they've had enough of their pain, they've had enough of their suffering, they've been through so much that they are looking for and calling forth, if you will, internally for something to change. I've had enough, or I'm mad as hell and I'm not taking it anymore. I want something different. I'm not willing to continue to live my life like this. I don't know how to bring it about. I don't know what it would look like, but I'm not going to do this anymore. I have lots and lots of people who come into my life who say that to me right now. Mm-hmm. This world is designed to bring answers to those people. And it is doing so by allowing the energy of uh, intensity to increase so that we will experience more and more of whatever it is that we have until we reach a place where we say, okay, enough is enough. I am willing to look at something differently. I am willing to experience life differently. 
And what this usually means is for people is that we've we've heard the term many many times when we have the people that have strong addictive issues where they reach the bottom, you know, you bottom out. Well, it's kind of like that, but more of a of a collective bottoming out. People have reached a place where they can't take it anymore. And the people that can't are dealing with it in one of several ways. One is they go in and they slash up, you know, a, a psychologist. And other people go into McDonald's and they shoot, you know, however many people. And yet there are others that are becoming more religious. There are other people that are becoming more spiritual. There are other people that are becoming more inquisitive, and they are looking and searching and grappling with every fiber of their being for answers that will help them better understand themselves so they can make changes inside of themselves rather than be out of effect of the world outside of us. And that's a big piece of what it is that's happening right now. We are looking for, many, many, many people are looking for a way to have a different kind of life, and they don't know how to do it, and they've found that the left-brain information, that is what I called recycled ignorance, pretty much happening out there, isn't really giving the answers that are making the changes either occur enough or permanently. Yes, um, I think people can relate to that. Now, because, you know, when you think about it, I was just, uh, when you think about all of the things that are happening just, just today, you know, besides the therapist uh, story, there's, of course, the uh, school shooting that um, occurred um, at Northern Illinois University, yet another one, but this time with someone who doesn't totally seem to fit the the usual profile, although uh, they haven't finished um, finding out about him. I mean, in a sense, he does, in the sense that his parents certainly did not seem to be the um, loving leave-it-to-beaver, not that anybody had leave-it-to-beaver parents, really, but they seem to be rather far from that, and that certainly seems to be the same with all um, people who wind up to be school shooters. but And, and another thing is that uh, in the six months or so before he wound up um, going on this shooting spree, he um, went to a tattoo artist and he started having his arms covered with horror movie images and things uh, like a clown from the horror film Saw. And, you know, of course, this is also a uh, soapbox of mine, and yet again it's proven how uh, violent media do cause people to go out and become violent. Um, he also had a pentagram and a flaming dagger buried in a skull tattooed on his arms. Um, but we have that in the news. We have <laughs> the government planning on shooting down a spy satellite. That's a new one. Amtrak screening passenger bags, tornadoes and other weather um, you know, surprising weather and disaster, surprising weather disasters, bombs and unrest in various countries that we didn't even know of, the beef recall, China making deadly toys and deadly drugs, bird flu, of course, in, in the background, um, and then of course there's always terrorism, um, with more terrorist attacks that get then get reported in the mainstream media. So all of these things, when we're talking about the world going crazy, I mean this is just a small window. Um, of today's news uh, that that you can find, but but really, people have also been seeing in their own personal lives different tragedies, including more. I have had more people tell me about their parents dying in the last oh six months or so than ever before. What's that about? Well, that is about 
what's called the the window, uh, the death window is basically what I call it. And this is a time where the people who are desiring to leave the planet and the, the the way I call it is that if it would be like leaving a job with a severance package, I mean it's it's an easy way out. You get you get um, you get out without having a lot of things follow follow you, so to speak. That means that during this time, there are many people who are desiring to leave the planet. They are desiring to be done with the things that are going on here. In addition to that. They have been, now everybody sit still because I'm going to, you know, kind of go out here for a minute. Because it really has to do with, with, because there are so much happening on our planet to help us reach a place of living from our heart, living from a more macro view, taking our energy off of the terrorism, off of the killings, off of all of these kinds of things, and putting more of our focus on what is working, what it is that we would really like to experience in our lives, not to shut it to the point where we're like in living in denial, but where we are not consuming ourselves with that, but rather we are start look we start looking at how can I live a life that is filling me more with joy, more with the lightness of who I am rather than all of the things that aren't working because whatever we put a lot of energy to is going to create more of that. And that's not like woo-woo stuff. That's been proven repeatedly. If you study quantum physics, you will know that what you put energy to grows and you can, there's, there's many, many uh, studies, there's lots of scientific knowledge to back that. And you can go get, I mean, most everybody's heard of the secret, which speaks about how the universal laws work or how the law of manifestation works and how the law of cause and effect works. This is, this is just strictly a, wor- a world that lives by a world up by the, the law of cause and effect. And if we, if we recognize that, then we start to realize that we have opportunities to do things differently. So this death window is an opportunity for those who would like to leave the planet sometimes early, sometimes earlier than had anticipated, and sometimes there's just time for them to go. And part of the reason is that because there are many people coming in that are very advanced beings, if you will. There are children that are, that are being born now. There, there's indigo children. There's crystalline children. There are all of these different types. They've been called all these different things. You can look them up on Google. There's hundreds of thousands of pages about these children that are born completely aware. They have intuitive awarenesses that nobody knows how they got them. And what's interesting, again, if you go to television and you start to look at all of the television shows that are out there, like Smallville and Torchwood and Heroes, and I I can't even think of all of the different ones that there are where they speak about, uh, oh, Eli Stone is the latest one, talking about New Age Prophets. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll I, I, maybe when we come back, you can you can fill us in a little bit more about these children, because um, that's rather interesting too. And, and the death wish. We'll have to get back to this. Let's take a break so we can get back. Uh, you're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. My guest today is Issa Tees, very interesting woman, as I'm sure you're now. <laughs> you've begun to realize. And uh, we're talking about the whole world going crazy. And I'm your psychiatrist host, <laughs> apropos. Uh, and you're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. So we'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! 
If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with Easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, with my guest today, Issa Tease, an energy medicine pioneer and author of Help, I'm Trapped in a Body. Um, Before the break, we were talking about uh, the death window, which... I find really fascinating, and um, now this is—I mean, this is a window in terms of energy fields. How would you, how would you sort of describe that? It is a—it is an energy field, and it—it it opens up and allows for those that are ready to leave their bodies to to gently, if you will, lie down and and exit. You know, they're. Some may or may not know, and it depends on your own philosophy and your own belief system, but from where I sit, it's that we never die, that actually all we do is we lay down our bodies, our soul or our spirit continues to live on, that we are made up of energy, and that we are the energy and the light and the love of all that is, and that never goes away, never ends, and is actually not even alterable, but it depends on how you, you know, what your, what your belief system is around that. So with the death window, what occurs is people lay down their body, and there is a certain uh, there's a certain homeostasis that is, is maintained here on the planet with a certain amount of people, 
and a certain amount of people doing a certain amount of things and holding certain energies. And what that means is that when people leave through the death window with what I call the, the severance package, what they're doing is they're opening up a space for one of these more evolved beings to actually come onto the planet to help usher us along or, or scoot us along a little more rapidly by bringing in higher evolved energies, meaning more open-heartedness, more love, more of the things that are what I would call the sweetness of life rather than than the, the really difficult times and the difficult ideas and issues. And, and as I said, it's not that they will go away, but we're, what, what's really trying to happen here and what will happen is the, the fulcrum is trying to become more heavily based on what we'll call positive energies or higher evolved energies than these ones that are are the people that are the slashers and the killers and the terrorists. That's 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 the battle, if you will, that is actually going on here. The way I see life is that we have this this little game going back and forth like tennis. Okay, the ball's in the dark course, the all you know, the the ball's in the light court, mm-hmm. so to speak. And so what we're doing is we're playing this game, which I, I have to interject because it's so profound for me, is not real. It is it is a game, just like a game is a game. So in, if we go back to what I said a few moments ago, that in reality we are not alterable, and in fact we are this brilliant, bright light of, of love, then we can play the game, and it seems very real and very serious and very intense when we're in the game. I'm, I'm sure that those that were just in the Super Bowl were very intent on what was going on, and that was their whole life in that moment. Well, we embrace our world that way, too, in a bigger picture. And when we are doing that, we do not allow ourselves to think about it from a more macro view or that it isn't life-threatening or it doesn't mean anything, so to speak. But as we are evolving and we become uh, more macro thinkers and we become different in the way that we perceive things, then we start seeing things from a viewpoint that does no, that no longer allows us to feel victimized or feel like we are as out of control as we truly are. And when we can perceive that, we have a peace inside of us. When we have that peace inside of us, we are able to shift everything in our own personal world. And when our own personal world changes, then we have the ability to overflow that into someone else's world. You know how you've walked in a room and if somebody's really grumpy, if they just are depressed and they're really down and out, that after a little bit it, it starts wearing off on you and you feel right. kind of yucky yourself. Well, the same can happen the other way. You walk in a room and a person is just really up and they're bright and they have wonderful, kind things to say, and you just start to feel warm inside. You feel better. Well, that's the kind of thing that we're speaking about here is we're, we're talking about shifting this huge, huge planetary energy from one that is has been leaning towards the heavier more negative side to one that is a lighter, more loving, more connected side so that we can live with each other day to day with a perspective that we can see somebody through the eyes of love instead of see all the things that don't work or we don't like about them or that we judge about them. We have an opportunity to see things differently, to to not only view it differently, but to live it differently. And when we do that, we give other people that same opportunity. That's the kind of life that I know, in my experience, people are asking for. That's the way they really want to wake up in the morning is feeling loved, lovable, connected, 
and really in the flow of life rather than living in the trauma and the turmoil of what doesn't work. Yes, um, I totally agree with you on that point, and it does make it um, difficult for me because I, you know, I believe in the law of attraction and the secret and so on. Um, but at the same time, and I, I certainly, you know, it's it's um, sort of uplifting or um, to, to hear that you think that more of the world is going that way. I certainly think that that's true. But at the same time, I feel like I have an obligation to help people with not be in denial, as you were talking about before. I mean, there's sort of, while we're transforming <laughs> as much of the world as we can into this, um, into the loving spirits, the loving lights, um, as you said, not everyone will be able to find that loving light. And in the meantime, we sort of have to learn how to protect ourselves physically and psychologically so that uh, from these harmful forces. So, yes, it's, it's a, it's a, as we started out, it's a very intense time on our planet. And, and I absolutely agree that it's important for people to recognize and what you do is powerful and what you also have the ability to do is help people really feel their way through their fears. In my personal experience and all of the counseling, coaching and that I've been doing for 35 years or more, what I have found is the, the cleanest and the clearest way to freedom, emotional freedom, if you will, and lightness, is by totally and completely embracing the terror that is inside of us, the fears that have owned us forever, the things that we haven't faced, not just mentally, but also through the feeling body, because it is through the feeling that we can break through to find something that is different than the way we've been. I spent most of my life living in my head, constantly thinking my way through things, doing my way through life. And what I've learned is that if I am willing to sit still or with the assistance of someone else, go into a deep state of feeling and embracing, fully embracing my anger, my fear, my whatever it is, that I pop through to something else, it dissolves away, and I'm left mm-hmm. feeling lighter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. So, so you have a powerful place that you hold. Yes, absolutely. That's true. To uh, I mean, it's also in psychotherapy, um, having to go through the... Uh, the traumas of childhood in order to be able to break through and, and come to a more peaceful place as an adult. Right. Well, I, I don't want, I want to make sure that we have time to give out your website because you need to spell that. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I, I said I wanted to make sure we have time to give out your website. If oh, you can do you. that now because you need to yes. spell it a couple of times. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> Esotis is not your common word here. It's www.esotis.com. Isatis.com, and it's E like an excellent, S like in sweet, A like an apple, T like in terrific, E like an exponential, Y like in yes, and E like in stupendous. I mean, S like in stupendous. <laughs> E-S-A-T-E-Y-S. And also another way that people can, uh, can uh, people also look up, um, Google your book, and get that, um, get to your website that way to look up Hello, I'm Trapped in a Body. 
It's help. I'm trapped in a body. Yes. Help. I'm sorry. Hello. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Help. I'm trapped, I'm trapped in a body. body. <laughs> okay. Well, again, that um, that's www.esatees. E S as in Sam. A T E Y S dot com. Esatees dot com. And of course, you can look at the uh, Voice America dot com website and get the spelling of Esatees there too. So, Issa Tease, thank you very much for joining us, um, taking us on a trip. <laughs> and I hope it really wasn't all that, uh, certainly wasn't all that way out. And, in fact, it was very uplifting well, <laughs> to, u- to continue to use the uh, <laughs> stratosphere <laughs> metaphor. I appreciate so much being here. It's been a, a tremendous amount of fun for me. And there's, there's, just, there's a lot to this, and to try to cover it in an hour yes. is a little bit challenging, but I appreciate the opportunity for you and your listeners to have an opportunity to perhaps just think a little bit differently than they did 60 minutes ago. Absolutely. And that's why also I would really recommend that you go to ECT's website because there is so much more than, of course, we were able to cover in an hour. But uh, hopefully today, this, this hour, whet your appetite, and you'll go to her website. So thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. My guest again, Issa Tease. Her book is Help, I'm Trapped in a Body. And thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. And I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat.